Good day and welcome to the November edition of Natural Health Dialogue, where you are going to have the, a wonderful, healthy Thanksgiving and Randy <laughs> Lee's not going to tell you any of the bad stuff you can't eat. Is that where we're going with this, Randy? Uh, well, sort of. I, I, I just tell people I allow myself some grace. Uh, I love the holidays. They're they're great not only because the food is great, but it's the family time of the year. People have family celebrations around Thanksgiving and around Christmas. And I've shared before in these podcasts that um, most of our family celebrations are done around the table. So a large Thanksgiving dinner, a large Christmas dinner, those are those are part of it. And there are an awful lot of sweets involved with that that are that we don't eat the rest of the year. And uh, so I just give myself enough grace to be able to enjoy those holidays and not worry too much about it. We've been doing things on cleansing all year long, and I'll do some uh, on, on, on the, uh, the, the next uh, podcast about uh, some more cleansing that I do as a result of that. Do but you have a post-holiday cleanse? I do have one. As a matter of fact, Rick, you may remember in January, uh, we talked about the uh, the Clean Start program. I start the year with a major cleanse okay. because I pretty much eat what I want to between Thanksgiving and Christmas with some moderation, but it's there. Uh, Jolene's article is this one. Uh, this is her podcast. This is her blog. And uh, she talked about uh, the holidays and, and things health-wise that we can tie to those holidays. And so with Thanksgiving, uh, of course, we do the big, uh, the big turkey, um, if you like turkey. And my family, for the most part, does. I have a couple of uh, kids that aren't real fond of turkey. But uh, I, my wife and I go to the grocery store, and I buy the biggest turkey that they have. My turkey for this Thanksgiving is 24 pounds, and it's only my wife and I. But I only get turkey during the holidays, the rest of the year, we don't buy turkeys. You can almost not even find them in the grocery store. And so we, uh, we cook the turkey. We cook what we call a Puerto Rican turkey. I have a Puerto Rican friend that gave me their recipe some 20 years ago, and, uh, and we fix that every year. If you stay till the end of this, when we get to the recipes, I'll give you the recipe for how you fix up your turkey to make it a Puerto Rican turkey. It makes your kitchen smell like heaven, and it tastes absolutely delicious. Uh, so we'll cover that at the end. In they the meantime, asked to get the Puerto Rican turkey recipe. You got it. And there's some other recipes in Jolene's uh, blog as well. But uh, let's talk about uh, particularly four ingredients that make Thanksgiving very, very healthy. The first one is cranberries. Uh, contrary to what a lot of people think, cranberries don't really kill bacteria, but cranberries do coat the lining of your bladder and coat the lining of your uh, urinary tract uh, urinary tract so that you don't get bladder infections and urinary tract infections because the bacteria that cause those infections can't stay in the bladder, can't stay in the urinary tract because the, the lining has been coated with substance that doesn't let them stick. And so the next time you go to the bathroom, it just kind of flushes right through and washes out that bacteria. So if you have a, a tendency to have urinary tract infections or bladder infections, cranberry is the ingredient you're going to use to try to get rid of those. And we eat cranberries at Thanksgiving. So there's a healthy tie uh, to Thanksgiving. Do you get the same benefit from drinking cranberry juice? 
You do. The only thing you have to watch is that cranberry juice has quite a bit of sugar. But if you drink the juice while you're drinking it, you are, in fact, coating the lining of the, of the bladder and the urinary tract. So you will get some benefit from that. Uh, that's one place where I can say, yeah, sugar's not the best thing in the world. But you have a, a, a greater need for the, for the cranberry. And so I will, uh, again, give myself some grace. Um, second thing is pumpkin. Uh, pumpkin in itself has a, is also great for strengthening the bladder and, uh, pumpkin seeds. People like to chew on anyway, you buy pumpkin seeds, either the cores already chewed or just, you put pumpkin seeds in your mouth and chew them and, uh, and get the nutrients out of the inside. Uh, they're very, very popular, particularly if you roast them, maybe put a little bit of uh, seasoning on them. They can be a wonderful snack item. Uh, and not only do they strengthen your bladder, uh, but they also are one of the things that we use to get rid of parasites. And if you are consuming meat over the holidays that's not thoroughly cooked and you end up with some parasites or for other reasons, we had a whole blog uh, uh, here back, a few months back on parasites and what they do to you. Well, one of the things that will help you to get rid of those parasites is eat some pumpkin, eat some pumpkin seeds, have that pumpkin pie again with a little grace because you're going to get some sugar there. Although my wife and I have learned to make pumpkin pie using honey instead of sugar. Honey's a complex carbohydrate. You don't get the negatives that you get from sugar. So uh, think about how you're fixing your pumpkin pie as you're strengthening your bladder, getting rid of some parasites and enjoying the holidays. The third one I wanted to talk about is sage or that Jolene talks about in her, in her blog is sage. Uh, and, and when she gets into the sage thing, she again is talking to, uh, to the detox program, which is what we've been doing the entire year. Uh, the, um, uh, de the sage causes you to, uh, uh, dry, sort of dry up some of the milkiness that's in your system. Some of that, uh, um, sinew, some of the, uh, uh, the, the different kinds of milky substances that accumulate in your body. Uh, sage will have a tendency to detox those and dry up some of those. So if you're somebody who happens to like sage in your dressing and sage dressing during the holidays is a really big popular thing, uh, then you are also helping yourself uh, with the, the, the milky residues that are inside your body and also helping to detox because sage in itself is a detoxicant. Uh, the last one is the turkey itself. One of the primary, what, what do people do after they eat a big Thanksgiving dinner? Take a big, long nap. You got it. Go lay down on the couch and take a big nap or go watch football on the couch and you just lay there and watch football and eat snacks. Well, the reason you get that sleepiness is an ingredient that's in Turkey uh, that's called L-tryptophan. It's an amino acid and it's an amino acid that makes you sleepy. So if you eat a big turkey dinner, you're, you're going to get sleepy. So it makes just sitting and doing nothing most conducive to the holidays. So we do a lot of things around the holidays that, that are relaxing anyway, the family time, the meal time, uh, the holiday sports, and all those kind of things. And the, and the turkey is giving you some tryptophan to help you relax during that time as well. So there's some really good things that come out of the holiday. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I've noticed uh, there are products out there that are actually tryptophan. You can buy tryptophan in a bottle. We sell 
L-tryptophan in a capsule and we sell it other than at Thanksgiving. That's a year-round thing. If you have trouble sleeping, a lot of people use uh, L-tryptophan as a sleep ingredient uh, to aid in and, and the heaviness of the sleep and to get to sleep. And if you don't use it in such large doses, I have a number of customers buy L-tryptophan just to take on a regular basis, just to keep their systems calm. If you're te- if you tend toward a lot of anxiety, and the holidays can produce that as well, uh, if you can't get to the turkey, buy your capsule of L-tryptophan, take it in a small dosage, and it'll just kind of keep you calm through the holidays. Gotcha. We're, we're about down to a minute and a half, Randy. We don't want to lose, uh, not do the Puerto Rican turkey recipe. So there you go. Yeah. That was the next thing I've got on the list here is let's Good. talk about Puerto Rican turkey. Um, uh, it's, it's really just spices. You're going to cook the turkey just like you always cook a turkey, uh, put it in the, in the, uh, in the oven and cook it normally same length of time and all that kind of stuff. The key is the spices that you put on the turkey before you put it in the oven. And, uh, you take um take a little bowl and put a fourth of a cup of each black pepper, oregano, basil, and then chop up about a fourth of a cup of garlic. You want fresh garlic. If you take dried uh, oregano, dried basil, and dried black pepper, put those in the bowl, chop up your garlic and put it in there, and then you put in a cup of raw, unfiltered, apple cider vinegar, Bragg's vinegar, put that in the cup and you let that set for a half an hour or so. And those dried spices soak up all of that vinegar. And what you've got then is a paste. You take that paste and rub it all over the inside and the outside of the turkey. And once you get it all pasted up, then take about a half a stick to three quarters of a stick of butter, cut it in little dollops and put those uh, little chunks of butter again all over the inside and the outside of the turkey uh, along with those spices and that nice uh, roastiness of that put that in the oven and cook it normally your your kitchen will smell wonderful and the turkey is absolutely the tastiest turkey you'll ever eat we do it every year we love it make yourself a puerto rican turkey and enjoy this thanksgiving that sounds extremely delicious and so we're out of time Thank you all for joining us, and we hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. Amen.